Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. We got to say thank you to the staff in the Caves Irish Pub. Thanks for putting up with us. Thanks to all the Raptors fans who were just showing up to watch a basketball game, not realizing that they were in for a visual feast <laughs> of some physical beasts. <laughs> That's the new tagline. Visual treats. A, visu- phys- a visual feast of some physical, physical beasts. <laughs> it was the annual Taz Show Dad Bod Pageant as we get ready for Father's Day. And we had some beauties. We were looking at a lot of skin last night, uh, some hair in interesting places. You know how dads like to do. <laughs> and uh, big kudos to our judging panel who uh, did a great job asking questions and making the ultimate decision as to who was going to be Mr. Dad Bod. We had Val from Powerhouse Brewing Company, Devin Peacock, and Chelsea from our promotions department. This is how the contest went down. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. It is kind of a creepy song, but the dads were getting into it here. Check it out. Devin Peacock has a question for you, George. I uh, want to paint a picture for you. You're in the middle of a long road trip. Kids are in the backseat acting up. Give me your best. I will turn this car around. What the hell are you kids doing back there? You don't smarten up. I'm going to turn this damn car around right now. Our next contestant is Five Kids James. So my question is, with five kids, it must be hard to sneak away for some alone time. So wondering where the most unique place you and your wife snuck away within the last couple of weeks for a little bit of alone time without the kids knowing. Where do you guys sneak away to get a little intimate time together with five kids around? Well, we just bought a new trailer, so something might have happened in there. Two of my kids are here, so no full detail. Well, let's just tell those kids, if the trailers are rocking, you don't come a-knocking. Affirmative. (laughs) Our next contestant is Bryant. Two kids and one on the way. What is the longest amount of time that you have pretended to be on the can just to avoid being with your family? About 20 minutes. That's it? 20 minutes? That's not bad. That's, that's like a, an actual realistic time for me to be on the can. That is the average length of one Brazzers video. <laughs> Our next, next contestant. contestant is Tim. And I have to say, Taz, before we go any further, I need the artist to know I need you to be aware that Tim is a dad, but he is a doggy dad. He's a dog. No children, but he's a doggy dad. Do you guys like doggy dads out there? Well, Tim, I find it very interesting that you're a doggy dad, so I'm wondering, what kind of dog do you have? Is- well, I have two dogs. I have a beagle and a lab. I like well, I rescued. We rescued the one. He's just a little guy. Oh, that's a crowd pleaser oh, right now. He's rescuing all these animals. And he, and he looks like this. Like, come on. He looks like a guy who rescues Gilligan. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say total package, but... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a package. Final contestant. It is Mike, the photographer and recent grandfather. Give it up for Mike, everybody. 
What would you say, Mike, is more important, landscaping or manscaping, and why? Manscaping. And why? Because I'm the only one that has to see it. Because the tree looks bigger if you trim the bushes? Is that why? And Mr. Dad Bod 2019, the winner of $960 at Holly Gully. Here we go, the duct tape sash. You can't argue with this. He's 40 years old. He's got four kids and a grandchild. He is definitely not shooting blanks, folks. Make some noise for Mike, Mr. Dadbot 2019. You've got your cheering section over there. The judges loved you. They loved the fact that you brought the family out. How are you feeling? Stunned. Go give your family a hug. There he is, Mr. Dad Bod. I love that. How are you feeling, Mike? Stunned. <laughs> and that's all we got out of him. He's a, a man of few words. A true dad response. Yeah. This is this is nonsense. <laughs> Don't even know what I'm doing here. Congratulations, Mike, and all our contestants were great. They all walked away with some concert tickets and prizes. Tim, uh, James, Bryant, and George, the contestants in this year's Dad Bod pageant. But Mr. Dad Bod for 2019 is Mike. You want to see some pictures and video, check out the FM96 Facebook fan page. I want to see you peacock. Who is the guy who predicted the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors would play each other in the NBA Finals with the Toronto Raptors winning it all? Who made that prediction months ago on the Taz Show? I'll tell you who. Devin Peacock. You were right for once, Dev. Now's the time when I uh, retire from making uh, any sort That's of picks. It. No more predictions for Devin Peacock. He's going out on a high note. Not to, not to brag, but I also called the Raptors playing Milwaukee. That's true. Yeah, you were dialed in on I, this, uh, uh, this playoff series. I called the NCAA. Yeah. You're, you're hot. Basketball yeah. is your sport, I'm, I'm just going to stick to basketball from now on. Yeah, start putting money down, man. Start Come on. Betting, yeah, take your all your savings and <laughs> bet it on the next basketball game you can find. <laughs> Come on, Dev. Yeah, capitalize. London Lightning, how, bro. How about this, man? Uh, close game last night. It came down to the end. Of course it did. No one can go to bed early. We all have to stay up till midnight to watch the Toronto Raptors win in spectacular fashion. Here's a little highlight reel of how things went down last night. Siakam drives, gets past Green, throws it up and in! Van Vliet gets a wide open look, hooks it in! Lowry to the basket, banks it home! Gasol fakes out to Van Vliet. He would have kept dribbling him without a layup. Van Vliet, bang! Cousins deflected, picked up by Leonard, falls to loose! They dive on him! That's it. There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. We the North are now we the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. Do you think, Devin Peacock, that the Raptors are going to get the credit they deserve for this victory? Or 
Our Golden State fans, American basketball fans possibly going to say, well, yeah, but KD was out, the the Warriors were battered. It's uh, they would have won if if everything uh, was going uh, their way. It's not a it's not a true victory. They got lucky. I think the majority of basketball fans will give the Raptors their due. There will be people who will try to knock the Raptors down a little bit because of the injuries, but Injuries are part of the game. The like any you know, professional sports season is a war of attrition as much of anything else. And the Raptors were able to withstand that. They have a very deep team. We saw that. We saw that in terms of their offensive capabilities, their defensive capabilities, but also they got lucky with guys not just getting injured. And other teams had injuries. The Raptors had injuries this year throughout the entire season. The Raptors starting five that we saw at the end didn't really play together, excluding Marc Gasol, who was acquired via trade. But like Kawhi missed 22 games. The Raptors won a lot when he was not on the court, when he was sitting. Kyle Lowry missed some games. They mm-hmm. won when he wasn't playing. His thumb's still injured. They they deserve the NBA championship. I think the majority of true basketball fans will give them their due. Everyone's going to be asking the question, will Kawhi Leonard now stay in Toronto? Do you think there's a better chance of that happening uh, now that they've won the championship together. Man, I, I, I don't want to sit on the fence, but you could almost argue now that he's won in Toronto, he could say, you know what? Hey, you guys can't, You're hold, on your own you now. can't hold anything against me. I said, you know, two years ago I wanted to go to Los Angeles. Now I'm going to go to Los Angeles. But there were some, like there's people who were talking on Twitter, like someone, uh, uh, some reporter, I forget from who, so I can't credit them. They talked to Kevin, uh, sorry, uh, Kawhi Leonard's sister or a family member, and they were asking if he's going to come back. She says, I can't say if he's going to come back, but Kawhi loves Toronto. We okay. love you too. And I don't know. I, I Is think this a real news story because it sounds like a friend of a friend may have told <laughs> no, it. Was, it, was, it was an actual reporter who talked to a family member of Kawhi Leonard's. But it was his sister or it wasn't his sister? I believe, I believe it was his sister. <laughs> I, it's, it's a, a female family member. I know that 100%. So, I mean. He has bought some property in Toronto. He's denied that. That there is that report. Oh, so that one was fake. Uh. He, he well, he said I haven't bought a house yet. Oh, but he's bought three condos, <laughs> <laughs> income properties, right? There you go. Um, they tried to address the question last night after the game. They asked Kawhi about it, and he just completely brushed it off. Said that's something I'm celebrating tonight. That's a question for tomorrow. So it's tomorrow we're asking it. You're, if you're a betting man, though, Dev, one way or another, no fence sitting. Well, I, Come on, you're Mr. Basketball Prediction so here. <laughs> to be full transparency, back in January, you may remember on this show, I did predict Kawhi was going to leave. Now, I think Kawhi's going to stay. Hey! Is he, he going to stay for a while? Uh, so what I, I what I think he might do is he'll sign a deal where he'll sign for one year with an option for another one, and then he'll see how things go. Well, that would be pretty nice. We'll take it. I would take that 10 times out of 10. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors NBA champions. Your 2019 NBA champions, the Toronto Raptors. And we got to give a Tasmania kudos to our friends from Global News Toronto, if you flipped over after the Raptors won the championship last night to Global News, you you would have seen that 
they were live out there on the streets of Toronto. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, which is dangerous. Not an easy thing to do when you're doing live television and trying to keep it on the rails, surrounded by people who have been imbibing all evening mm-hmm. in, in alcoholic beverages, and they're just amped up on their team winning a championship. Uh, one <laughs> segment of note here. So the reporter from Global News spots a guy, tall, younger dude wearing a uh, a Lowry jersey. He's carrying a giant fern or some <laughs> sort of plant that clearly he has ripped out of a planter. Yeah, somewhere in downtown Toronto. Like this, this is like a an eight foot uh, palm tree almost. It looks like the guys. The guys ripped it out of a a planter for sure. And he's being questioned by two police officers, but this reporter decides to go over and ask him a few questions of his own. What's with the plant, man? Where'd you get that? It's a housewarming gift for Kawhi. <laughs> Does he know this yet? I'm waiting for him. I'm waiting. Have you seen him? I haven't seen him yet. I think he's somewhere in Oakland right now celebrating his butt off. Well, when you see him, tell him I got a housewarming gift. Tell him I love him. I will. What kind of plant is that? Tell him thank you for the shot. What kind of plant is that? It's a plant for Kawhi. It's a Kawhi plant. It's a Kawhi plant. It's a Kawhi cactus. Have a good night, man. Kawactus. Kawactus. I like it. I like it. Plant guy says it's a Kawactus. I think plant guy, um... I think he's. I think he's doing well. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this is a housewarming gift for Kawhi. <laughs> a Kawactus Hill look. Plant guy's coming back. He comes back into the frame. He's lucky the reporter came up while he was talking to the police because it, it almost the police back off once he yeah. they realize he's on. They're, they're on live television. But uh, kudos to our friends from Global. <laughs> <laughs> For that moment, the coactus <laughs> last night. They could start selling coactuses, like just pick some plants, say they're coactuses. Totally. And they'll sell out in uh, the greater Toronto area <laughs> like that. It's a housewarming gift for Kawhi. Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. The Taz Show on FM96 presents I Love You, Dad. Yeah, we're playing I Love You, Dad, here as we get ready for Father's Day this weekend. Jesse is our contestant. How you doing? Not too bad. Father's Day coming up, and you're going to be celebrating with your stepfather. Yep. What's his name? Les Kirk. How long has Les been married to your mom? My whole life. Your whole life? Yep. Well, hold on a second. Did Wait. your mom have a, some sort of affair that brought you into the picture? Oh, no, it's been like three men in the past, but I'm the middle one. <laughs> so Les is your stepdad. He has been your whole life. Yep. Huh. Wait, what? I'm trying to figure out how his dad got into the picture if Les has always been around. Oh, it happened. <laughs> it happens. Okay. All right. So it's a unique relationship you guys have. Oh, yeah, it's unique. You do anything for me. Yeah, see, you consider him your father. Oh, yeah. And, you know, stepdads are dads. Big shout-out to all the stepfathers out there. Mm-hmm. Even ones that have been in, in their 
stepchildren's lives since before they were born somehow. <laughs> it's called the long game, Taz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, we are going to call Les up. You just have a normal conversation with him. And you got to drop in I love you five times randomly during the conversation. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Good. What are you up to today? Working. What are you doing? Uh, I was driving truck. Thought I'd call you and tell you I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Oh, thanks. What time are you working till today? Uh, five, I think. Right on. Oh, I just want to tell you I love you again. I didn't even tell you five times right now. I love you, Les. I love you. I what, love you. What's you wrong with you today? Oh, no kidding. It makes you wonder, eh? What is that? It makes you wonder. Mom, yeah. it's, it's a Friday. week's almost right. over. Hey, what okay. are you doing right now? Hooking up a trailer. Oh, all right. Well, then I don't want to yeah. I'll give you a call back. Okay. Do you love me? Hey, do you love me? I love you, too. All right. Hey, Les. Les. Yep. Hello. It's Taz and Jim at FM 96 here. Yep. We're live on the radio. (laughs) Okay. You're just up bright and early. This is a super dad thing to be doing. Up bright and early, hooking up a trailer. For no particular reason, (laughs) just for practice. Yeah, no, I'm I'm at work, actually. Jesse uh, is playing a game called I Love You, Dad. He had to say I love you five times while we listen in. He kind of shoehorned them in there. Yeah, eh? there it was go. it was a little a little too quickly. Mm. Uh, he's just throwing those out all willy nilly. <laughs> but we're gonna hook the two of you up with tickets to the beer and barbecue show in London this weekend at the Western Fair District. Okay, sounds great. And we're still trying to figure out how you've been his stepdad <laughs> his entire life. Well, for eighteen, well, since he was eighteen months old. 18 months old. Okay, so not his entire life. Now that makes a little more Mm -hmm. sense. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? Uh, Stepdads are dads, and uh, it sounds like you two have a great relationship. Oh, we do. Love them dearly. That's so cute. (laughs) Jesse, you enjoy spending time with Les this weekend, okay? Sounds good. Anything you want to say to him before we let him go? I truly do love him. Love you too, bud. We'll <laughs> happy, talk to you later. Happy Father's Day to all the stepfathers out there. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Bye bye. This has been I Love You, Dad. Show on FM 86 for the Oxford Renaissance Festival that is going on. Jim Kelly, you made a trip out to the uh, Dorchester Fairgrounds yesterday and had a little Renaissance adventure. Yeah, it was awesome. I was able to put on a full metal armor suit. I rode a horse. Um, but the funnest thing was uh, shooting the giant trebuchet catapult at a bunch of mannequins in the random Dorchester field. And this is what it sounded like. Okay, so here we are at the Oxford Renaissance Festival, Dorchester Fairgrounds. I'm with Greg. and it's Master Gregory. Master Gregory. <laughs> Master Gregory, so this is like, it's not a catapult, what's it called? A trebuchet. And what's the difference? Uh, a trebuchet is a, well now, 
Give me one second. Master Greg is uh, breaking character. Okay. He might need Google here for a second. A, a, tre a trebuchet actually uses its own uh, symmetrical force to throw objects. There's a giant counterweight on the other end yes. of the seesaw, basically. Yes. How much weight is in that counterweight? Oh, there's got to be at least uh, probably five, six hundred pounds. Um, the, um, yeah, Red Sonia is probably about a ton on her own. So red Sonia. Yeah, Red Sonia, that's her surname. She is actually made out of red oak. That's oh. why we call her Red Sonia. They actually fire projectiles into the castle itself, into the keep. Uh, but they'd actually throw um, dead cows and dead people as well because they want to spread disease. And that was like the original warfare. biological warfare. Yeah, yeah. basically, yes, yes. Crazy. So they're they're not a fun. Uh, they're fun for us, but they weren't fun in those times. Oh, if you saw true. trebuchets coming, you were starting to panic. Yep. And what's our projectile here, good sir? It's a watermelon. Why watermelon? It just seems to be the best option. Delicious, but dangerous. They explode. Uh, they explode. Here we go. Okay, we're ready to fire this bad boy. Three, two, one. Red Sonia is left. Oh my God, there it goes. Holy crap. Still in the air, just smash awesome. now. In your face, you dumb orc. I did it, Greg. You did it. Oh awesome. man, that was crazy. flew beautifully. What a great day. I had so much fun putting on the armor, riding the horse, shooting the trebuchet. Any final words for the people of London and area? Come on out. Father's Day weekend, which is this weekend, rain or shine, you're going to have a blast. Jim Kelly at the Renaissance Festival. You can go too if you want to check it out. Dorchester Fairgrounds this weekend. Oh, Canada. Masai Ujiri. Coach Nick Nurse. Congratulations. Basketball has come full circle in Canada. It was invented by a Canadian. The first NBA game was in Toronto. And now, an NBA championship. Your 2019 NBA champions, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah! We did it! Canada! We invented basketball, and now we have mastered it. <laughs> Full circle moment, but pretty cool of Adam Silver, the uh, commissioner of the NBA, to give our country that recognition last night. Uh, we got us thinking of, of that Heritage Minute. We've all seen it. Uh, about basketball being invented by a Canadian. No, no, Frank, don't carry it, triple it, triple it, triple Bunch of white guys with curly mustaches. Not much has changed. Is this some kind of Canadian joke, sir? I mean, I know you're the instructor and everything, but we can't carry the ball. How can we get a decent shot at the uh, peach basket? <laughs> All right, maybe we can allow a carry of a couple of steps. And Mr. Naismith, sir. It sure slows things down, having to climb up here every time. Well, then let's cut the bottom out of the basket. Ah, but I need these baskets back. <laughs> oh, man. A hundred years after James Naismith from Almont, Ontario, invented it, basketball was being played by hundreds of millions of people around the world. I love a good dramatic recreation where people, like, everyone is is saying this will never work <laughs> yeah and it's already oh, worked this stupid game hey oh what are we gonna do shoot it in the <laughs> peach basket <laughs>
What? We're gonna bounce it as we walk? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Why do we? Why do we just bounce the ball up and down the court and then try and shoot it? Oh, uh, I, uh, maybe I'll jump real high and stuff it in myself. I'll dunk it in there. Oh yeah, as if. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're a moron, Naismith. No one's ever gonna play your stupid game. Now let's go put blades on our shoes and walk on ice. <laughs> and why do they have the oldest guy in the room climbing up on the ladder to get the ball out every... <laughs> it's his... Because ba- it's his basket. Oh, he's the owner of the peach basket. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't... Doesn't trust anybody else with his, their hands and their baskets. Doesn't trust anyone. <laughs> this game moves so slow. Well, it's because you have a 90-year-old man climbing the basket, climbing the ladder to get into the peach basket after every time somebody scores. <laughs> Oh, we've come a long way, haven't we? <laughs> Thank you, James Naismith, and congratulations to all of Canada. It's our game. It's our game. And uh, the Raptors proved that last night. Poor Donald Trump, man. You gotta feel for this guy. He can't do anything without <laughs> the fake news media jumping all over him. So he, he tweeted out... Uh, it's something that's been getting a lot of attention over the last 24 hours. I meet and talk to foreign governments every day. I just met with the Queen of England, UK, the Prince of Wales, the PM of the United Kingdom, the PM of Ireland, President of France, and the President of Poland. We talked about everything. Now, the reason people are jumping on him is because he spelt uh, Wales, W-H-A-L-E-S. Oof. Prince of Wales. <laughs> Like the the giant sea creature, the mam, the sea mammal, the, the largest mammal there is, I believe, Jim. Um, and people assumed that he had made a mistake, but uh, Donald Trump has released some audio, proving once again, media will just look for dirt and, and create a story out of nothing because he wasn't talking about that Prince of Wales. He was indeed talking about the meeting he had. With the Prince of Wales. Hello, everyone. Look at this guy. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. I fully understand. You're the most amazing guy. I understand that you're building a nice $2.5 billion car factory in Mexico. Why? You're brilliant. You're handsome, you're rich. Congratulations. Thank you very much. That's really nice. Thank you. (laughs) He was right all along. (laughs) Prince of Wales. Great guy, I hear. Uh, People love him. He's good friends with the King of Atlantis. Yeah? Yeah. Of course. He's a very important whale. (laughs) You got to meet with the Prince of Wales. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.